you know, you could spend a whole uh, 23 minutes that I have left just explaining the Reichkeit of this Fabrinian, but it's obvious, L'chaim. So I was invited to, to Fabrinian Yutas Kisle by Ashliach. This is probably almost 20 years ago. And he had a big masiba of Mekurabim, you have 300 people at dinner. And at the end, he invited back to his house the closer people. You know, just the men, the chevre who, who come to learn, who are often vague, so to speak. And we're sitting around the room, most of them not uh, labavature looking, but you could see they knew the nigunim and they're sitting and fabricating a whole night with the shliach. And uh, at some point, two, three in the morning, I was very inspired just seeing what goes on. So I said to them, you know, I'm, I'm done. Now you guys talk. Tell me what brought you to Merebim, to Yiddishkeit, to Frumkeit. Tell me your story. We're around the whole table. It's one large dining room table. And everybody told the story. A Tanya brought them, a share from the rabbi, I don't know, JLI, the wife's cholent, a smile from the baby. I mean, each one has a story. What triggers their, their, uh, their path to Merebim, to Rebish, to, to Yiddishkeit? And then there was one guy sitting right across the table from me, dressed with the whole Lubavitch garb, like a chassid looks on Yutis Kislev, maybe the only one at the table, and a young man. And I said, look him in the eye, and I say, Nu, tell me, what's your story? Who brought you? And he says, the Rebbe. So I made a quick calculation that if he looks the age that he is, if he is the age that he looks, he maybe knew the Rebbe when he was 10, 11, 12, maximum. I said, you mean a video? He says, no, the Rebbe. I said, what do you mean? So he starts to explain. He says, I was a... Uh, part of a, a Jewish youth group, very secular Jewish youth group, Zionistic, nothing to do with Frumkeit or Tater Mitzvah at all, somewhere in the Midwest. And the year end trip was to New York. We were told that we were there in October, that you come to 770, this big shul, forget about it, it's the best, the best experience. So we went, apparently they came the last night, it was Kesha Bracha, we walk in and uh, He's describing how the room looks to the people around the table who obviously never stood by a Fabrengen. It's Keisho Bracha, the Rebbe singing, and the people are up on the benches. He says it was like a Jewish Super Bowl. The Rebbe Machtazay, everyone's up and down. He says, we felt out of place. We grabbed, they gave us like little white keepers, you know, here we are in this room full of Hasidic rabbis. He said, it took us like four seconds to realize that we are VIPs. And then they put us on the benches so we could see. And suddenly our Madrich said to us, you want to go see the rabbi, get some wine? And we were like, whoa, of course. Most of the kids, it was an adventure. But to me, it was like, what? This rabbi is going to give me wine just because I showed up. And they put us on the express line. And as I'm getting closer and recognizing, they told us this is the chief rabbi, you know, the whole world, maybe. I'm wondering, like, why is he going to take the time to see us just because we showed up? He said, in my temple, I never met the chief rabbi of the temple. I deal with the assistant, or maybe the assistant's assistant. Suddenly, this chief rabbi of the whole world, he needs to meet me. Obviously, this Yid is a very, you know, deep person, serious person. And as the line is moving closer, he's like, he cannot believe what's happening. He doesn't understand. Yid, the Rebbe, in that age, whatever it is, this is literally Tavshin Mun Beis Vaistais Tishrei, maybe. And uh, and we showed up. And he says, I come close to the Rebbe face to face. And at this point in his narrative, he pulls out of his took a picture of the Rebbe looking into the eyes of a twelve-year-old boy who's dressed with a little kippa. And the eye contact is beyond. It's a famous picture. It's been printed in Schmutkin's booklet, other places. And he breaks out crying. Apparently, he carries his picture with him 24-6. And he says, the Rebbe looked at me for, I don't know, a couple of seconds. 
And it looked felt like a, you know, for five minutes, even though it was a couple of seconds. And he said, I couldn't help thinking, why is this rabbi taking me so seriously? No one ever did. And he said he walked away and he knew it's going to be different. He's got to figure out who this rabbi is and what he's about. When the Rebbe says to us, we didn't want to hear it and it's harsh words, etc. But to me, part of it is, I take you so seriously. You're serious, you're real. Every Yid, every Nivra of Amrad is serious, every human being, but every Yid, let alone Chsidim, which the Rebbe called Karmish Allah, his own vineyard. So the Rebbe saying, I take you seriously and I trust you and you can do it. So that is to me, in a very positive way, the message. Chavches Nislu was very harsh language, very short. Many chassidim believed that Purim Mamzayin was really the same theme. So recently I had a chance to watch that sicha over again, those sichas, when it came Purim time. And uh, now it's you know, so many years later. And a few things struck me, which I think are helpful. At least uh, I'm going to share, maybe they're helpful. I'm going to make four points that I saw in that sicha briefly. First thing is, the Rebbe mentioned in detail that the of the Altel, the Gul, the Altel, the Tshuva, the Friedrich Rebbe spoke about it and printed it up, and he even made it clear that when you print something, it's forever. And the Rebbe says, then we know the Friedrich Rebbe is automatically paskining, so to speak, if that's the language, that he's speaking about something which will have, will be after his physical lifetime. So the Rebbe is trying to say the message is alive, even though it's after Yud Shvat, the Kriya Vakdusha, the message of the Altel, the Gul doesn't change. The proof is the Friedrich Rebbe spoke about it in terms of he said that anything that I'm printing, I want it to be printed, it should be Ladatus. So the Frida Kareb is saying that it's something that may have to be played out over time and therefore it's relevant and alive. I'm watching that and I'm saying, what's the Rebbe saying? He's sitting on a video. Not alone, it was printed in Hebrew and Lahak and Yiddish and everything else. And the Rebbe is, is to me, I felt the Rebbe is saying it's, it, it may not play itself out the way the Rebbe had hoped, apparently, it should play out before Gimel Thomas. But this is something that the Rebbe wants. It should be imprinted and should be on a video. And we should see it. And we should sit around so many years later and spend hours each year on a regular basis, too, talking about it. This is Ladatus, meaning to say that this is real. And the, the Rebbe at Al-Zbavarin, the Rebbe plan, the, prepared us. And it's not like, God forbid, the plan got messed up. The plan is playing out. That's the first Nakud. Another Nakud is, the Rebbe spoke to Barich as one of the signs of Mashiach we see unbelievable good and unbelievable bad. There's a lot of different interpretations. Maybe they're all true. Maybe it's in certain individuals. Tremendous amounts of stock of people were giving them. In the Jewish world, I think even beyond the Rebbe was referring to, people give away billions of dollars. But the Rebbe spoke there. We live in a world where we see a good sky to a built sure, never imagined. And they say a the opposite. How many times have you and I looked around the world now, post And on one hand, we see it First of all, to our children and grandchildren, the Rebbe is on a video, and all the other things, challenges, Pashat, that should be inspired, ourselves to be inspired, and, uh, and the world, the morality of the world, I mean, in kind of market, we don't have to go into details, the morality of the world, things that were, that were ridiculous even last year are totally normal, and on the other hand, it's extraordinary. Forget about the growth of Chabad. I mean, everybody knows the Pew study. I love talking about it in my community. 38% of Jews, American Jews, had association with Chabad in the last year. 
in the last few studies, they didn't even put Chabad on because what's Chabad? It's not a denomination. Somebody said, hello, Chabad is uh, on the map. I don't know what they are, but they got to put them down. 38% of American Jews had some involvement with Chabad. Friends, in case you don't know, that's more than all denominations combined. We have to say it because it's the truth. Almost like they never complained, but we didn't say there was Nisim. And also, we look at Kerem Chabad. Look at this, Fabrengen. Look at the, the amount of pu'ulis. Look at the shluchim b'chol katzvi table. It's out of control. People who never saw the Rebbe going out, push them, serious nefesh. Look at all the pu'ulis from headquarters that we're doing on a, such a high level. Look at the bachrim. You, you're feeling down one day that things aren't going well. Sit the night with bachrim. Or sit with chassidish girls. Or you your light. And you see that it's not less than it was. And yesh or more. So which one is it? They're so inspired. And yet, there's so much challenge. So... This is obviously what we're seeing. What the Rebbe said in that sikha, it's a simony of Yigula. I'm not sure exactly what the cheshman is, but I am suggesting that uh, the, the Rebbe, I heard from Chaim Gutnik al we were in Melbourne in the Mems, he told us that he had Yechidis, Tavshech of Dal. And he was complaining to the Rebbe about the way that the world is going crazy. This is the 60s. Compared to today, it was normal, but it was pretty bad. So a Yid like Chaim Gutnik is a Rav, and a Chidish, you know, Chidish a Rav. And apparently I wasn't in the Yechidus, but the feeling was, he was complaining to the Rebbe that how are we going to raise a generation in a straight and hour? How are we going to make out of people in this environment? The world's nuts. Anything goes. We're redefining life, values, everything. And he said to us that the Rebbe told him, the Rebbe basically told him not to be Nispal. And the Rebbe told him the Nisoyen of this day, every day has its Nisoyen, which is its purpose. The Nisoyen of this day is B'chir Chavshis. Total B'chir Chavshis. And that's exactly what we have. And therefore, people who are not careful are going to lose their minds. Conversely, by that Pchidachavsh is the opportunity for people to really choose. And that's why you have, this is already my own Pchidachavsh, you have the two extremes. Talk about Pchidachavsh in the 60s. Today, a person can choose, a child, a teenager, an adult, anybody, can choose anything they want to do. You know, it used to be a time, if you wanted to sin, you had to know somebody, you had to have connections. Today, the whole world's at your fingertips. Latev and Ulamutev. So a person could wring their hands and say, this is terrible. This is so scary. So the Rebbe says, this is it. I trust you. You can do it. I take you seriously. And you have free choice. You're not doing it because everyone's going to know. You're sitting in an environment where everybody's doing the same things. Everybody can do their own thing today. But in that moment, that opportunity where we could fall to the lowest, we could also fall to the highest. And we see Baruch Hashem to a great degree. Mahal Tzachon. And... And 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 more so from day to day. So that's the second point. Third point. Rebbe was madgish. Ma'aseh b'payel. If you listen to the sicha Purim Amzayin, again it's echoed later in Chasnissim, but Purim Amzayin it's much more Purim Dik, much more explained. So the language is the Rebbe is into the Rambam. Ma'aseh echad. I mean, this is not a new Rambam. It's not even a new sicha. And the Rebbe is screaming like as if he's in Dekta America, something new. So again, take it or leave it. But this is my own heritage from watching it. The Rebbe is telling us to be foot soldiers. Just do it. A lot of time we spend time in Cheshbenis, especially Chesidic Chabad, and we try to make Cheshbenis Nefesh the whole time. Am I Chesidish? Am I holy? Do I mean him in Tanemis? You know, the famous Maiz Dal Rebbe, the guy said he doesn't mean Tanemis when he gives Tzedakah, and Dal Rebbe said the poor man means it. Just do it. Just learn, daven, learn chsidis, give tztaka, do mivtzayim. The Rebbe is saying, I'm taking care of the inyanim, the higher level stuff. Your job is to follow me. And the reason why this is so important is because this is something that the Yitzhah 
Uh, and he comes along and gets us down very easily because he says, you're a chassid. Since when did you feel the Rebbe? When did you this? When did you, did you davening with anemis? This is a language that always did in the past. But in my humble opinion, and the opinion of, of Mashpim, the Rebbe, the Rebbe is telling us, today the Aveda is, give yourself over and just pull the trigger. And uh, I'm going to share a, 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 a sikhah, which I don't know if it's so well known, but it should be. That in B'Shalach, Shabbos B'Shalach, Tavshin Yud Dalet, after the Rebbe is in C's three years of since Yud Tavshin Yud Alef, or four years since Tavshin Yud Alef, account. It was extraordinary for Obviously, there's no tape, but it is a transcript in the sikhahs. And look at the footnotes, vices the Rebbe said, some L'chaim had a lot of private conversations. Looks like a very uvgulate, very positive. And the Rebbe sort of, I'm, I'm very short on time, but the, the Rebbe sort of basically accepted the Nasiyah, so to speak, Basimcha. Whereas till then there were many Sikhs when the Rebbe complained that who am I, etc. In that Tabrayan, the Rebbe sort of said that there's three years of a vineyard that's Shnei Arla, the fourth year is the is not uh, the and then after that, it's yours. And therefore, since three, four years passed, the Rebbe said, sort of in the power vested in me, I'm obviously paraphrasing, by the Balakadim, which is the Sidar Einu. I want to make a statement. I don't know how people know this. The same way the Rebbe made a statement, Yud Shvat, when he took the Nasiyas, the Rebbe made a statement then. And the Rebbe said three things. Number one is the Aleph, those who need the blessing of children should have it. The Aleph, those who need the blessing of Parnassus should have it. And then the Rebbe said, the Aleph, those who have to get rid of the melancholy should get rid of the melancholy. I'm reading this, I'm thinking to myself, you're giving a bracha to Anash that you have children. No doubt the bracha was Makuya. You're giving a bracha Anash, I have Parnassus. It's important. Hello, Parnassus is important. And then what's the third thing? Not that they should be bichsidim, they should be inspired. They should not walk around melancholy. And in my reading of the Sikha, um, it means including and especially this spiritual melancholy. That you know, that's a chassidish thing. And you hear from many chassidim, our lazy Satan tells over many others that went to Yechidis and they complained about this and that, all these intangible things that they don't feel it and they don't know it. And they don't, the Baal Baumgarten, famous Yechidis. And the Rebbe said, take the melancholy and throw it out the window. And in higher level chassidim, this was their thing. Today, the Rebbe made a very simple program. I'm the Rebbe, I got you covered. I'm, I, I, I'm talking to God. Just do it. Just do it. My friend Yaski Greenberg from Alaska, he wrote to the Rebbe in that period of time. And the Rebbe was speaking this language over and over and over. And he wrote to the Rebbe, am I understanding correctly that the Rebbe wants an Akbat Sabbath? Like, what does the Rebbe want? What's the program? Very simple, you should follow. By the way, Falgan is not so basic. You have to learn Ambam, you have to learn Sebedam, you have to be from to watch what you see and what you listen to and what you read. And you have to do it. It's a lot. But don't worry about your madrigues. So he wrote to the Rebbe, is this, is he understanding correctly? And the Rebbe is saying, and the Rebbe answered him, I've been saying it many, all along. So that's the third Nukud that I'm taking out from that Sikha. And finally, practice, this relates very much to the charity fund that they're trying to make for everybody to open up a charity page and get other people to do Mertzayim and be an influencer. It's a fantastic thing. I understand now they're trying to get it done between now and like Bemit, and then it will be expanded. I mean, this is uh, using technology. It's beyond, it's off the charts what technology can do. We're reaching Kol Katsve table. And here they're harnessing and they're to the leadership with Abmeisha and his whole team and and all the good work. So you, so you, 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 you it, this, but it's right in the Sikha. 
So here's, here's a hergish that I've had over the years and crystallized, and from that sikha. In that sikha, the Rebbe says it, and he's screaming it. That since I was trying to figure out what's going on, why is the Sheikh not coming? Imagine the Rebbe says, after I heard of it, I only could come up with this, with this beer. And this is the only, what is the only thing? Something like that. What's the Russian? There's a little bit of, first of all, again, what's the big deal? Of course, every Jew has to take the mitzvahs. What's the Rebbe saying? There's many interpretations, and uh, you know, you talk to Yidin like Sheikh Taub and others, the Rebbe said that every chasash tikal admur, and the Rebbe put a piece of himself, all kind of in Ruchnis. I'm speaking from a Balabatash practice thing. The Rebbe is screaming, watch the video. It's Tatus, obviously, it can have dual meanings. The Rebbe is screaming, it's a Zainim as a Shaykh, it's a call lech, that's make men here, that's make men here, Anashim, Nashim, Ritav, Alat, Suzam, and Kalech. So he just said it's individual. He put it on the individual. And then he said, call echad. So here's just a balabatish, a practical thing. When I go and I have opportunity to do a mitzayim with a yid, I go to my dentist. I'm not officially wearing the mitzayim hat. I, I may not need be a shliach. I may be a nash or even a shliach. I'm just going to my dentist or my doctor or I'm meeting somebody on the bus. And how, uh, how often, where I'm lazy to put on the film with the guy. I'm not in the mood of dealing with a stranger. I'm tired. And I'll leave the film in the car. The thought has crossed my mind. Don't tell anybody. Let it stay right here. And boss would sign the bit. film. You know what I mean? We did it last time. And I'm in a rush. And I'm tired. And I'm not in the mood. But then I say to myself, I've done this numerous times, many times. I say to myself, wait a minute. How many chsidim are now having the same opportunity? How many chsidim are in the opportunity of us to make men in, just make men him, and just make men here, anashim, benashim, call, alat, suzam, and call, lachat. If I put on the film, that's 10,000 film. Because if everybody makes the same cheshbon, or 50,000, I don't know, whatever the numbers, I don't know, the numbers of anashos, kein yirbo, same thing with neshek, and for the women, anything else. So therefore, if I have opportunity to do that thing, I grab it, because I know it's multiplied. But Tazen Tan and Hara, the Rebbe's Hentum Fritz and Soldat, and the Rebbe's Kinderlach, pulling the trigger of a whole Katsui table. I'm out of time, but I've seen this in my community, my own, not only myself, my own people, the Yidden in my town, running around. I'll just share one anecdote and I'll close with it that uh, it was a Shadad Abba. Shadad Abba this year. And we're finishing with Lulu and Esrik, and I tell them, you know, the Rebbe told us a very big thing to shake Lulu and Yidden. It's a very easy mitzvah. mitzvah. You go over to him, make a bracha shake, and he has a mitzvah, mitzvah tater. So I told them, look, the Luavim are there. If anyone could take it, bring it home. Maybe you'll meet somebody. He said, Yid Nishul took it. He didn't even own a Luavim Esther. He got pushed to Balshemsky. He showed up every morning and showed. He didn't even have his own. He doesn't know which way's up. But he heard, I said it. So he took it. I'm in the office a half hour later. And he said, I'm going down to the diner. I'm going down, whatever, to where he hangs out with his friend. I didn't even hear what he said. He came in marching into the office 45 minutes later. Rabbi, 13. 13. So this is, a, this is a, a, a thought that it relates directly to the idea of influencers, which is being empowered through this thing. And the Abishal Halton, that we should do our part, but we should do it with Simcha over Tuv Levav, to know the Rebbe Firtuns, and we're seeing it, and the Rebbe will slap us out eventually across the finish line. The Chaim.